You start. But you start because you like get to have like these. You get the vibes going. You get the. You do sometimes. Wow, are you complimenting me? I try, but you don't let me. Hey, everyone! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was reeking with anxiety. Oh my god, and we're back with another episode for all our two listeners out there. Now guys, we have an army of listeners. An army. 90 listens strong. Not per episode, but (laughs) (laughs) all together. Also, this is our 10th episode, so we're really excited. Oh my god, 10 month anniversary. 10 month? Mm. No babes, we haven't been doing this for 10 (laughs) months. (laughs) Um, We had a few weeks off because... Why? Life, <laughs> anxiety, existential dread. Yeah, the huge. Yeah, so we've uh, pulled ourselves out of the slump um, and we're back. So we're back with the juicy episode. Not juicy. About mine is always juicy. <laughs> different class levels. That's always juicy. <laughs> we love talking about different money class levels. We love talking about being poor. Yeah, it's always fun. (laughs) Uh, We saw this article online that was really fun to chat. Fun? We thought it would be interesting. We saw this article online called I Can't Afford My Friends Anymore. And we thought, what a great topic to discuss. Yes. I mean, we're in different salaries. We're in different tax brackets. And we notice as we're growing older, our friends and ourselves are kind of all drifting in different directions financially. Yeah, and we have um, obviously the cost of living crisis adding to it all, which Mm. is so much fun. Um, I love paying $7 for a block of cheese. Oh my God. I can't afford cheese anymore. You know how upsetting it is when I'm scanning my groceries and I haven't even gotten the like meat or chicken that I Mm. have on me and it's already like 80 bucks and I'm like, this is for vegetables. See, I don't even eat meat and I'm still... I know. Oh my God. Um, but I guess when you're at school and at high school and at uni, everyone's kind of in the same boat. I mean, you go to a school with a similar class. Like if you're going to a private school, you're going with kids with parents of the same bracket. If you're going to public, you know, you're all kind of middle ground. But now everyone's kind of building their careers, having their own savings. Some Mm. people don't save and we're splitting (laughs) and I'm scared because I'm going down. (laughs) I've been on both ends of the spectrum. I've been like the poorest of my friend group and I feel like now I'm kind of in a more like it's I think the first time in my life I've had a more stable income that I'm able to budget more around and like have money to play with. Um so it's been really interesting being on both ends of that. Mm. Um but yeah, it's it's money something I'm always just really conscious of in the sense that um I never want to make anyone feel uncomfortable around me when it comes to money. Mm. So it's always just a bit tricky money because you don't want people to feel shame. You don't want people to feel uncomfortable. You don't want them to feel like they're missing out or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I think a a lot of it comes to do with how your parents raised you around money and their patterns with their finances because I feel like with my parents, my mum is really financially savvy, like saving... Mm 
she's always conscious of the bottom dollar. Yeah. She won't, even if we're in a comfortable spot, she won't let me borrow money from her. She'll always make me go and get my own money and that's fair yeah, and that's get fine. get a job, work. Yeah. yeah. Whereas my dad would be so irresponsible with money. Credit card, credit cards. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he was doing well work-wise, but he would never be saving and left unless it wasn't for my mum right, who was okay. reeling him in. Yeah, okay. And so having those two examples, one is financially mm. not savvy and the yeah. other one is. So it's just interesting to see those yeah. and how now I feel like I'm a bit similar to my dad in that regard. Mm. I'm slowly switching, <laughs> but when you're just grown up with like people yeah. acting so like, yeah blase with money it makes it harder for you to save and be responsible with money 100 percent. my dad um my mom was quite savvy too actually so she wasn't working my dad was working technically um but my mom used to do a lot of like she would buy things on ebay and then sell them again or she would like collect a few things and then sell them together side hustle. She, yeah she was side hustling all the time it was like she would go to garage sales get some things and then sell them on ebay like she would always be doing these things online so we would always had like a revolving door of like random things in the house that she would like either spruce up and then sell back or she was always doing something so she was a bit of a hustle queen um, and my dad was very much just like paychecks, stocks. Um, but yeah, I think we learned more about money from my mum than with her dad because her dad would be like, oh, I want this, I'll get it. Whereas my mum's like, oh, let me see what else I can find online. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that in terms of my own shopping habits, which I've noticed is that if there's something I really want, it still takes me about six months to actually go ahead and buy it. Like I'm looking online for different prices. <clears throat> I keep thinking to myself, do I really need this? Can I live without it? Like if I find myself keep going back with the same item over like three or four months, that's when I buy it. Um, so yeah, I feel like I have a little bit of both. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like you're quite responsible with money and you know, it's probably from your past and previous traumas and whatnot, but it's made you so much more responsible with your money. Yeah. Whereas I'm a bit more <laughs> impulsive and it bites me in the ass. Like I get paid every fortnight and that first week I'm living like a king. The second week I'm I'm living off $2. Yeah. Like, I did not buy groceries this week. <laughs> I was telling you earlier, literally, I was, like, living off eggs this week. <laughs> Just because I could not be bothered going to the grocery store and, like, dealing with all of that. And Mm-mm. because I was staying with my family a bit, so I was like, I'm not going to spend very minimal amounts on yeah. groceries this week. I do... I am proud of the fact that I feel like I do have financial savviness mm. and like I'm able to budget my paycheck and have a little leftover I'm able to do things but um yeah it's just all trial and error to get to yeah. this point really For I've sure. been doing like I've been living at a home since I was 17 so I mean all of that is just an accumulation of where I'm at now so mm. yeah so we digress from the original topic which is how we feel around our friends and if we can kind of afford them I mean it all comes back to the foundations of how you handle your finances yeah. so i guess do you feel the pinch or do you feel like your friends can't afford the lifestyle you're having or do you think i for one feel like i am living within my means i'm not doing anything i would feel super extravagant or things that i'm not able to like I find that I'm able to live within my means and still have a good time with my friends. I am a little bit introverted, so I'm also not going out a lot, but come summer, I want to be going out a bit more, I think. Um, It's hard because there are just, I do enjoy spending quality time with my friends. I think that's one of the things that makes me feel really whole inside and knowing that I have people that I can go out with, that's always been a good time. 
Um, so I think it's just a matter of how we're spending that time. But I have been able to, you know, go on walks with people. I can go on a picnic. I can go for a drive. Whereas I can also go to like dinners and bars and restaurants and things like that. So mm. I can manage that. I feel like quite easily. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have a friend and she's recently come back from holiday and she got a new job. So she's been sort of struggling just to um, make ends sort of meet while she gets that steady paycheck coming in and she's moved houses. So she's a lot going on for her. Um, and we've found ways to still hang out and still make sure that no one's feeling out of the loop. Um, we've gone to markets, we've gone just like window shopping, grabbing a coffee or something. So there's always ways I feel like I've been able to manage my friendships when it comes to money. And it's not always been about going and doing things and spending money. It's more just about quality time for me. Mm. How about you? I feel like with our friends is not too much. I feel like we're all still pretty similar where I notice that most is probably with holidays, mm. which is a privilege in itself. But I feel like a lot of my different friends are going on holidays mm. and they always invite you along, <clears throat> which is great. I mean, we love that, but I'm always like, I feel like I have some friends who every summer they go on to yeah. Europe and it's not just for like two weeks. It's for like a few months. And I'm always just like, yeah. these are the only times really at this current stage in my life, I guess, where I'm like, no, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm still struggle with like saying no to things, but I don't think I'm, I think I'm quite comfortable saying no to events if I can't afford it. Yeah. Um, I don't think we have a group of people that shame someone for mm. saying no, which I think is really important. And I think maybe a, make a point of that is we don't have people that we know that if you can't afford to go somewhere, they're not going to pull you on it or yeah. make fun. They'll be like accepting of it. Let's do something else. I haven't found someone shaming me as much. Um, when I was younger, I, and I was working a casual job, so I was only getting paid if I showed up to work and I couldn't go on holidays because I knew that if I go on a week away, that means I have a week without pay. So it took me longer to save up for trips. I had to make sure that that week that I'm not working, I still have to make rent. I still have to pay bills and groceries. So it always, I felt like took me twice as long to save up for a trip and also I can only go for a short amount of time so it was only like I would go for long weekends or one week max where I can like stretch the budget and make sure I can attend things and you know be with people um and that's when I really felt it when I was Mm. like younger in my early 20s and um I felt it a lot more then because I wanted to be going out and going on holidays come along do this come along do that and it's like I would love to but my like budget does not allow that yeah and I feel even in your own life, you're feeling fine with your finances. Sometimes social media, I think, plays a big part because you see people you're following always having outfit hauls or yeah. on TikTok they're doing hauls. Yeah. They might be an influencer it's going crazy on trips. Because um, even just like seeing makeup hauls and stuff, and I'm like, I know for a fact that that one lipstick costs $45. Mm. So then you have like 20 items in this box that you're unpacking with us. Um, and it's like confronting a little bit because you're like, how do you have this kind of money? Mm. It's crazy, you know? And I know that whenever I have to do a skincare restock, I'm always like, oh, I'm going to feel this. Do you know what I mean? Because I know the products that I'm using are expensive. And if they run out at the same time, that's like, it always makes me feel like really shitty. Like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? For sure. It's 
it's interesting social media i think obviously it's a highlights reel and you're getting yeah. all your friends highlights so you know they could have been saving for this trip for like five years yeah but all you see is that six week vacation in europe you know yeah so it's always a bit harder because you're seeing the best of everyone's life 100 on socials all yeah. the time yeah and also i want to make it known that people have very different financial situations because i know some of my friends that have been going on you know those yearly europe monthly trips um they live at home so they live with their family and their family is supporting them they don't have to pay rent they don't have to pay groceries so they're Mm -hmm. not um spending as much in terms of cost of living as maybe the rest of us are doing mm-hmm. so i also take that into an account when i see people on socials i'm like well i know for a fact that you live at home and your parents aren't asking for your help with rent so we have very different incomes and also you're not spending as much just to like exist yeah so i think so that's true. an important factor yeah you never say. know <clears throat> you never know what's going on like behind the scenes yeah exactly so um I think that's an important thing to notice and we have to also consider that i'm single right so it's also sometimes expected of me to be paying a bit more to attend like my married friends when they have kids they have baby showers or you know engagement parties or hens or bridal showers these are all additional expenses it is expensive to be single yeah it is because you're paying your own way and you're paying the full price like if you don't have friends who are willing to split with that present you're paying this full gift for their baby shower for the weddings yeah and then all the things that go on with that like if you have to buy the you know dress for the event and everything 100 percent, and the car ride and accommodation yeah so if you are making it your own then that's all on you versus like couples or something that can split i know a lot of friendships do split like we split you know villas in bali and things like that but um, (laughs) when we went to bali i know it sounds so (laughs) lovely Yeah, I mean, they're called villas. I have a question. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that you and I are in different brackets. Wait, pause. Is this on the same topic? I just wanted to say um, on that topic that we were just talking about. um, It's also, I feel like, shamed when you don't want to participate in these events like as a single person just say it was a bridal shower or a baby shower or a hen's night or a destination wedding you can't really say i don't want to go i can't come because i can't afford it Mm -hmm. like potentially with a destination wedding but a lot of the time you're expected to fork out money for Mm -hmm. these events like my friend's going to a hen's party and everyone has to pay 200 dollars just to kind of organize the event for this and it's just like (laughs) yeah i've um a friend and I have going to a hens next weekend and um, we did sort of reach out back to the organizer and said, look, we won't do the first thing. We'll do the second thing just so that we can show up and we can be there, but not for the whole thing, mm-hmm. just because we didn't feel like, you know, financially we could do the whole thing. Um, and it is a really awkward thing to sort of come up and say yeah. to someone. Like, how did you, like, what did you message the person? I just said to her, look, hey, I'm really keen for next weekend. Because um, she was sort of chasing people out for money. And I said, look, I'm really keen. Um, but just like looking at my own finances, I'm happy to attend the second event, not the first one. So I'll meet you guys there. Um, hope that's okay. I didn't sort of leave room to be like, I hope that's okay. Or is that okay? I was like, hope that's okay. I'll see you next weekend. Um, and I figured like I'll bring like a bouquet of flowers or something because it's a super wholesome sort of hen's night so um, yeah I also know that there's not much for them to say like what are they going to say like 
Yeah. Like, so it's not, yeah, it's uncomfy mm. and I felt it, mm. but also I was kind of like, yeah. I'd rather just feel mm. a bit uncomfy now than like financially feel yeah. a bit uncomfy later. Yeah. So. Just like setting your boundaries. Yeah. And I think it's so hard to set boundaries financially because money's like really icky to talk about. Yeah. yeah. It's tricky. And no one really takes us sometimes takes that as like because you're always like oh but it's a family event it's a big extravaganza like surely you can find the money but it's like there's so many of these events these parties these gifts you have to fork out money for that it all adds up yeah and also aside from like forking out money for these events and these outfits for these events and all of this gifts for these events that you're supposed to be paying um, you still have your own like life expense expenses. Like you still have your bills, you still have your groceries, you still have your rent or your mortgage, you still have your own debts or whatever it is to pay. So um I think that whenever someone is a bit hesitant to do something, you should just let it be. And be like, okay, that's cool, yeah. like let's we can do something Don't push. else. Yeah, no pushing. Um because people was like, yeah, you can always tell when someone's like a little bit hesitant. Mm. So, you know, I get that. Um, how do you feel about friends helping you out to do events by paying money and stuff like lending you money for like a ticket to an event or for dinner (laughs) i mean there was no way in hell i was gonna see taylor (laughs) swift without you there was no way in on this god's green earth was i gonna see taylor swift without you um (laughs) not most of the time with the exception of taylor swift i'm pretty comfortable not going to an event or not asking people for money i I don't like asking people for money. I hate lending money. I, no, I don't hate lending. Sorry, I hate asking people for money. I think it's just a thing with my like past experiences yeah. where people would like bring it up as like to have something over you. Like I hate yeah. feeling like someone has something over me. Yeah. I don't know. It's obviously most of the time not like malicious or anything, but I don't know, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so I'd prefer to just not go to something and I'm very – secure in myself and not going to an event yeah okay, and i yeah. also enjoy being alone so yeah. half the time i'm like thank god <laughs> yeah yeah 100 i get that what about you um honestly i haven't had to ask people for money yeah um because it's also a thing for me where it's like i know for myself that i never want to be in a position financially where i can't look after myself so if I find myself being able to like having to stretch my budget because like of events or things that I want to go, then I have to like really just pull back in and be like, look, you don't want to be in a place where you're financially scrambling because that mm. would scare me. And again, I think that's past trauma, but um, I'm always in a place where I'm like, you need to look after yourself. You need yeah. to like, you need to have something to fall back on. You need to look after yourself. And that's always been like the circle that I kind of keep myself in financially. Mm. And I guess that is definitely trauma related, but it's more just like, keep yourself grounded, Mm. you know, check in. Can you afford this? Have you been going out too much lately? Like what's your bank account saying? Um, So that's where I kind of keep myself in that sphere. Yeah. Um, So I haven't actually had to ask people for money and I'm happier for it. Like I've had to say no to trips. I've had to say no to events or like music concerts. And I love concerts, but I'm just like, it's okay <laughs> listen to their album on spotify <laughs> um yeah but yeah i think it just makes me feel very anxious knowing that i owe someone money and what if i can't pay them quickly enough or something so yeah mm. so it is like that episode of friends where they all go out 
to dinner and they find themselves all kind of half the group can't afford the expensive dinner whereas the other half are like yeah this is great when's our next event like what are we doing next kind of energy so how do we maneuver these situations where we find ourselves in a friendship group all in different tax brackets um I think the first thing is just to check your bank account. Like, what is that telling you? <laughs> check yourself. Yeah. Prioritize. Yeah. Like, Maybe have an open communication with your bank account. For sure. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, you have to take responsibility for your finances. Yeah. And you have to kind of um, set boundaries for yourself of what you can yeah. afford. I know there's, like, definitely that fear of missing out and fear of, like, not making those memories or not having that quality time. But... There are other ways you can spend quality time with the people around you. Um, and I think the first thing is like, look after yourself, look at your bank account. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to also just be honest about it and be like, okay, I'm not going to be able to afford this, but you guys have a great time. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like just being inclusive and creating activities, if you're noticing your friendship group is going to expensive restaurants or live concerts, you can't afford maybe just take the initiative and organize something like a potluck dinner. Like we're doing Friendsgiving this year and everyone's just bringing a dish. Yeah, exactly. Very low key, very simple. And there's a lot of um, free activities that you can do with your friends that don't actually cost much or just a few dollars here and there. So I know at least in Australia, there's the National Art Gallery, which is free. Um, There's a lot of like free things that you can do around Melbourne. doesn't cost money, but also creates like a space for you guys to do activities with one another. Um, sure. you know, there's Groupon that also has like you know coupons and Groupon, we're not trying to scam our people. <laughs> I haven't had a bad experience with Groupon. Um, I'm for sure. It's definitely quality over quantity. Yeah. I feel like the because in our friendship group we do love to go out to a rooftop bar or something like that, mix it up, but sometimes I find when we host our own dinners it's actually such a yeah. much better vibe. hundred percent. Everyone's so much more relaxed and content. Yeah. I mean, you could also have like a movie night at home, have a chill night. You could do board games. You could, um, you know, like I said, hiking even or going for walks, especially because the weather's getting better. Um, so there's a lot of things that you can do, qual- like definitely quality over quantity. Sure. And if you find some like weird vibes from your friends that are sort of against these things. They're not your friends then. Yeah, they're not your friends. Because why do they want to bankrupt you? Literally. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah. Oh, you could also do, um, well, because I'm super into skincare, but you could also do, like, a skincare spa day at home with your friends. Is so, your skincare products we're using? Mm, that shit is expensive. Do you remember when we went and got foot masks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just watched a movie and had, like, a cheese board and put some foot masks on and some that face masks. For sure. That was cute. That is such a fun day. Yeah. Um, I think it's also important, like just kind of what we touched on before is just set a budget. Like I know what I do with, you know, I'm still a baby when it comes to organizing my finances, <laughs> um, but she's learning, um, like set the money aside that you can use for fun and leisure. So <clears throat> as soon as I get paid, I have automatic payments going into different bank accounts. So one bank account is literally labeled fun. Yeah. And that's the money I can use. That's the budget I have for that fortnight to spend on fun activities. That's really good because that's where you're like setting money aside. Like I want to, if I wanted to go out for dinner this weekend, I have money for it. Yep. Or I can budget the fun money to do something. Sure. That's, no, a really that's a really good idea. I mean, I basically, the way I do it is I have, um, but you know what I hate is when there's like at the end of the month when all those charges come out where it's like spotify netflix Spotify, binge. Binge. and i'm just like oh, oh, oh. 
You know, with TV subscriptions, is how I justify it to myself is that, you know, I could be out drinking $200 worth of alcohol, but instead I stayed in this weekend and I binge watched a show for $10 a month. Beautiful. You know what? Yeah. Girl math. I mean, binge watching a show is honestly one of life's greatest pleasures. You know what I'm watching at the moment, Gen V? Guys, get on it if you like the boys. It's a spin-off of the boys, isn't it? It's it's a par- it, they the worlds are intertwined. Yeah. So okay. it's the university anyway, we yeah. digress. Really great, there's just been a crossover and I literally gasped oh, at the TV. She gasped. It is very glory, so if that's your thing, um highly yeah, recommend. That's great. Um also guys, there like in terms of sort of being financially savvy, there's a few things that you can do if you're shopping or whatnot, and that's using um, websites like Shopback or Cashback, um, Cash Rewards, sorry. Mm. So basically, you know, certain stores have deals with these uh, websites where you can shop, spend money, and then you get like a certain return back. And it goes into your little, like you see the amount there. I think I have like mm. 50 bucks on Shopback. You know what's so. actually wild is that we had a whole episode about finances and we haven't mentioned Afterpay. I don't want to mess, I don't want, I mean, I don't want to be out ah! here like, Use Afterpay. No, I don't want to be like that. headlights. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to mess in Afterpay or Zipay or Klarna or whatever it is. You guys use that at your own discretion. Wait, you don't use Afterpay? I do. Yeah. But I don't want to mention it because I'm just Why? like... I mean, people... You can't be in denial, Babs. I don't want to like help people get into debt if they're not... No, I'm correctly. saying our experiences. I'm not... We're not sponsored oh, right. by... I okay. mean... <laughs> I don't even like you have to pay. No, guys, like if you can't afford no, it, no, yeah, yeah. Afterpay. So. I mean, I feel like everyone knows Afterpay. You know, it splits your big payment into four payments. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that sneaks when up I, on you. When I oh, hundred percent. When that comes out, it's always. You know, I hate when you get that text like, make sure that this balance is your, yeah, your account always. tomorrow. And I'm like, don't talk to me. My all my afterpay text messages notifications come in on payday because yeah. they know that every <laughs> payday I go ham and I'm go and buy all these things and then <laughs> I remember a fortnight later I'm like oh yeah yeah I actually have to pay that money when I moved in I started to use zip pay just because I like had to buy a couch and a few things that were big items um rugs and things and I felt like I could manage better with zip pay just because mm. um they split it into like longer payments yeah but you have to pay ten dollars a month like or they've got some interest every month. yeah so I make sure I'm within that interest mm-hmm free threshold so i'm She's not yeah <laughs> my thing to the top yeah that's how i justify it i'm not paying any interest i love to see like no interest this month and i'm like it's okay yeah. i don't know what that's like but <laughs> <laughs> anyway that was a little yeah. um you know it's just about how you can map your way in this world i mean amen yeah. we want to be independent queens if anything in life we have been taught it's that you have to stand on your own two feet and yeah. cannot rely on a man or another woman no to protect you exactly i was gonna say um the funny thing about shopping and like girl mathing is that i have to remember that for me when i shop i need to like think rationally and not just look at like cute dresses and stuff i have to really kind of build that capsule wardrobe for myself and I've yet to buy yeah. a pair of jeans. What I notice with you is you buy a lot of clothes for events or occasions where I'm like, what about everyday? Yeah. And then I have <laughs> mental breakdowns about everyday clothes. Yeah. Um, we went over to dinner at our friend's house and you're like, well, what am I going to wear? And I'm like, a gown, babe. <laughs> 
I literally had one of the biggest panic attacks I've had in a long time because I didn't have anything just to wear to hang out. I was just going to wear like my leggings and something. And she's like, you can't wear that. <laughs> yeah, because, it, you know, there was other people there that we never met before. We can't yeah. rock up in our gym wear. <laughs> so one thing i have to do is i have to buy a pair of jeans like mindfully <laughs> shop like okay you need a pair of jeans yeah you need like basic tops you need yeah it's not just about going yeah. out it's about like the everyday necessities yeah so that's what i'm trying to like focus a bit more yeah. on and getting like quality like a good pair of jeans shopping for jeans is like hell on earth but um yeah so that's what I need to remember yeah. when I shop. I definitely had that realization in lockdown when I went ham in lockdown and bought like all these fun clothes for when we got out of lockdown. And then we got out of lockdown and I had all my clothes were like these weird pieces that were like for formal or for like a, a fancy dinner. Yeah. And I was like, I have actually nothing to wear. <laughs> and I had a breakdown. And then from there, we kind of... Okay. Because I feel like you, you have like quite a decent capsule wardrobe where yeah. you're like you throw in a pair of jeans and a top and you look stunning and i'm just like what learn to take a compliment but i need to yeah in tomorrow's episode <laughs> next week we're talking about how can lucy learn to take compliments <laughs> okay. um no but i definitely need to just be more mindful about you know building a proper wardrobe yeah. when i shop so that is something i'm trying to be mindful of yeah i do love clothes and yeah. i find what I've, this is obviously quite a dramatic way to save money, but I'm not drinking really anymore. And that's kind of because I can't afford to drink anymore. And also because um, I don't want to. <laughs> and anxiety. <laughs> yeah. And we're in our boxing routine, guys. Would it be an episode if we didn't mention this boxing we're doing? Um, and I prefer to spend, to spend money on an expensive, high quality piece of clothing. Mm even though I'm broke and I technically should be shopping at Sheen because I literally can't afford anything else. But I prefer that money. I justify it by saying, well, I haven't drunk in four weeks. That's yeah. at least $200 I've saved. So I can buy yeah. this nicer piece of clothing because yeah. technically I would have spent that money. I mean, that works for me. And Girl math. Say, hey, Afterpay. <laughs> oh, hey, you. <laughs> Girl math your way to get those items. Um, yeah, I've been saving a lot of you know stores and stuff and hauls on tiktok just about like what does a capsule wardrobe look like yeah um and i have to stop thinking oh this would be really cute for a rooftop bar or something <laughs> and i'm just like cool but where else can i wear this three events you can wear it to so three of that's that's how you do it well i normally like three outfits i can wear it with oh with so it, like combination with what yeah. you have okay. so if i see this cool looking top i'm like okay i can wear that with those jeans, that black skirt, and like a denim pair of shorts or something. Okay. Or like I could wear this shirt under a blazer and then I have a few different jackets I could wear under. Okay. Actually, that's really good. So wear it three different ways mm. with what you have. Mm-hmm. Right, that's a good way to look at mm. it. Anyway, and that wraps it up today before we talk about Rika's Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, thanks for tuning in. We're going to be back every week again. Yeah, we're back on the grind, guys. We needed a mental health moment. Yeah, three weeks of mental health. But, you know, we look after ourselves. <laughs> we take the time to rot in bed and have existential crisis so that when we come back, we're fresh and ready for you guys. Amen. And Rikay's therapist is back from holidays. We're all Gucci. Guys, we're on the bed. <laughs> we're on the up and up. Hot girl summer's around the corner. Get ready. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we'll catch you next week and take care bye